Welcome to the Tips and Salsa podcast, your local source for chips, salsa, and instructional technology happenings within the Redlands Unified School District. And here are your hosts, Jamie Quartz, Nicole House, Caleb Rothy, and Jen Vadney. Hello, Redlands teachers and staff, and welcome to another episode of Tips and Salsa, your new favorite podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm joined, as always, by our amazing tech coaches, Nicole. Hello. Caleb. Heyo. And Jen. Hey there. So in today's episode, we are going to be taking a look at the amazing transformations that have taken place in our high school libraries, and we are joined none other than by Gina Porter from Citrus Valley, Corey Crone from Rev, Janana Elias from RHS, and Principal Carly Norris from Orangewood High School. Thank you all for joining us today. So great to have all of you. Now, before we get started with this episode, we, of course, have to talk about the chips and salsa that we're enjoying today. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a new kind that we haven't tried here before, I don't think. And it's the same uh, company that makes both the chips and the salsa. So it's from Takapetto. And um, the chips are just corn tortilla chips. And then the salsa, we've got a mild and a medium today. And it is their mulka salsa. It's a fire roasted salsa. What do we think, everybody? It's It's wonderful. Really good. It's delish. Hold on. Good, but we need some hot. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. This crew tends to run more on the mild side of things. I didn't want to overdo it today, but yeah, even the medium, I feel like I could use a little bit more heat. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, The mild's kind of spicy. Oh, Jen, (laughs) please. I'm with you. But it's wonderful. Like, it's a great taste. I did see an onion in one. So, yeah. (laughs) Kind of ramped up the heat there. It's the hot. The onion ramped up the heat. It's kind of smoky. Spiced yeah, it a little I like bit. That. Yeah. We'll All right. So I guess um, let me just start by giving a really brief background of these this library project. It actually started in 2018 and it was really about engagement. The question is like, how do we get our kids to come into these libraries and engage in the libraries? But um, knowing that libraries are different than they were five, 10 years in the past, where they just go in and check out books and maybe do a little bit of research is different. So um, it was actually a really um, big project that we did a ton of research. We, we traveled across the South, Southland, even as far as Arizona, to take a look at what college libraries look like and how they are different now in the 21st century than they were in the past. So um, I think I'll stop there and um, let, let the um, stars of the show actually kind of tell, tell the, the real story. Absolutely. We're going to begin with Gina. Gina, could you give us a bit of a rundown of the changes made in the Citrus Valley Library and how you see students and staff using it in new and creative ways? Okay, sure. Um, so one of the biggest changes that we saw was they removed the 35-station computer lab area and they replaced it with three glass-walled conference rooms. So we get a lot of students coming in there to use the space for study groups. We get them coming in for mock trial. Um, They're practicing in there, um, and they're doing some of their uh, competitions from the space in there. We have students who are in dual enrollment classes who come in and use the space because it's a quieter space for them to do their Zoom meetings with their uh, counterparts over at the Crafton Hills College. And we also uh, took a storage closet, and that was revamped, so it's now a podcasting room. And we have students who come in there pretty regularly. In fact, we've got a student who's booked in there with his uh, friends 
for the next several weeks. They come in three times a day right now, lunch, before school, and after school. Awesome. And uh, they have uh, created a podcast with a couple of different topics that they hit every week, and they have listeners in Australia. (gasps) Oh, that's fabulous. Yes. The name of the podcast, we'll do a shout out. I'd love to listen to them. I don't remember the name. Oh, you'll have to I know they have a Mr. Mystery history, okay, um, oh. and they have a couple of other topics that they do, but I don't know the. We can the name of add the that to the yeah. show notes or something, yeah, and that'd be fun. Yeah, awesome. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Did you have anything else? Um, well, I mean, in general, we've got the flexible furniture space, yes. so we're able to move things around to accommodate different classes. I'm teaching lessons this this week, and I taught lessons last week to seniors who are doing research papers. And so we're able to just kind of reconfigure the space so we can get them into an area. And then we're using those large screen, touch screen, new line computers. And we're able to project and use different screens for that. So it's it's been really nice. Yeah. I love the idea of the dual enrollment students being able to get in there because my daughter took dual enrollment. And that is, it's a hard thing to try to find a space and all of that. So that's perfect use for that kind of area. So that sounds great. And I love that there's more kids and they're doing their own kind of thing, like the podcasting. That's so fun. Um, let's shift a little bit. Janan, are you ready? You want to tell us a little bit about sure. RHS and what's going on in your library, how it's been transformed, um, maybe what you envision going forward with the space, how it's going to be different? Well, all of those are going to be interesting coming from my perspective because I'm new to the district. Hello. Um, It's all new. Yay. So what I remember, first I should say I had friends who went to RHS back in the early thousands. And what I remember about the library is completely different. Like if I, you know, they did the before and after like you do on like a home television, like here's your new library. Um, I would not think it's the same space um, at all. So it's definitely changed. It's definitely transformed. Um, oh, boy. So if you've never seen the RHS library, it is not one big room. <laughs> it is a bunch of little – it's almost like a gopher built it. So there's <laughs> – um, I don't know how to explain it any That's other way. Perfect. So there are these two big rooms, and they're connected by a hallway, and there's lots of little rooms in there. Um, and so what used to be one side of the library was all books, basically, and the other side of the library was the computer lab and the little – Many spaces where kids tried to hide and read books, <laughs> and that's and read books and read books. Um, yeah, yes, definitely. Yes. <laughs> um, putting that out there, they mm-hmm. were you know, mm-hmm. on task. Um, <laughs> so it it's not like that now. So there are still books everywhere, which is nice for those who miss classic library. There are books, um, but the little spaces have all transformed into completely different little nooks. Um, one side we have uh, the RHS X like a TED Talk stage. Yes, I love that space. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. That was the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh my goodness, this is neat. <laughs> um, there's a big, we call it the video wall. There's nine right. screens built into one big screen. So it looks literally like a TED Talk space. There's a stage you have to jump up on it. And, um, <laughs> and a blue dot. And, yes, Brandy wanted to make sure Jamie knows that there is a blue dot there now. We have a blue dot. For the blue dot, perfect. It's very important. Thank you, Brandy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a real it's not the real experience if you don't have the blue dot right so we have right. the dot now um and that space is also where we have like nonfiction and it's on the sides but um there's also the flexible seating in there um it's where we have our tutoring after school and then you kind of go through that hallway and then the next space is um our fiction section and in that room we have a little mini space it's a mini maker lab so it's not, I wouldn't call it like a full-blown maker space. It's our mini maker space. So we have a Cricut machine and 
Um, we're getting some more stuff for that so students could make mugs and stickers and crafty things. And we've had clubs come in and use that. Um, and then we have a little mini podcast studio, which is also really cool. Um, a lot of this equipment is used at our <laughs> um, And then finally we have this little... I don't know. I don't know what it was before, but now it's our yearbook room slash our reading room, and that room is usually used where be, people used to be reference room. Ugh. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's way better now. It's it's way better now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's got the big like what you think of when you think of um, what's a polite way to say like a smoking lounge, but in yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> cigar lounge. Cigar room. Yeah. Big yeah. big comfy chairs. Big comfy chairs. The dark bookshelves in there. Um, it's always a little bit more quiet in there. It's always a little bit colder in there because the AC is <laughs> funny. Um, but that's nice. So we use that for all sorts of things. We've had testing in there. We've had um, Rotary come in and do interviews in there. We have the mock trial going on in there. Um, lots of different things. Um, ASB dual enrollment. <laughs> we do actually dual enrollment is in there in the morning because it's a little bit quieter um we've had also oh, i'm trying to think of all all the different things that happen in there because it feels like there's somebody in every room all day long um and so there's always something going on we've got um yearbook obviously uses it for things too but asb records the weekly announcements in there and it's it's definitely getting utilized I think the best improvement to RHS is that they took down the Shaq and Andrew shoe posters that say I love to read. So <laughs> that was a nice upgrade. <laughs> Andrew shoe. Yeah. from the 90s. Exactly. Which was still there in 2018 when we did this. It was laminated though. Yep. Good condition still, yeah. right? Uh, I love hearing about the clubs using your mini maker space. Like it's, Kids are aware of what's in the library, and they're using it to their advantage. So here's a club saying, let's make some swag for us or merchandise or whatever they need. And they now have a space on campus that they can go and create. Jen, and how are uh, teachers and students using that uh, kind of TED stage that you have in there? Ooh. Uh, lots of different things that have happened, lots of things going forward. So teachers can book the space for various things we've had. Um, research projects happen up there and various research projects. So some it's just the students actually giving a presentation up on the stage. Um, some of them need like PowerPoint or Google Slides and they utilize the big screen to do that. Um, we've used it for the space was used for mock trial mm -hmm. um, and then the actual stage was used for like the judge got to use it. Uh -huh. That was, yeah, um, that was really fun. I like that. That was uh, Frankenstein was on trial. <laughs> so I, I have a personal love for Frankenstein so that was interesting <laughs> to me I'm like yeah get him um, so I thought that was really neat but um, we've had kids just go up and give their own like little mini comedy shows um, during lunch just that's great. to use that's it because they want to get up there and we you know that's that's how it that's how it should be you shouldn't be scared to try the new thing so if hey if that's how you want to try it right. that's Great. And look, any student that wants to put themselves up on stage in front of others, right. we want to celebrate that yeah. and encourage that, even if it's for a comedy show. It's yep. great. Just little jokes. Um, kids uh, at the very beginning of the year, I thought was neat because I, I am new. I don't know anybody. Students, staff, I don't know anybody. Um, and so a couple kids got up there and were interviewing each other and different people would yeah. just come up just for fun. And that was great because I got to, I was like, okay, yeah, tell, tell me about yourself. I don't know any of these people. So that's awesome. Um, 
it's really funny during tutoring we have some of the teachers sit up there they kind of segregate themselves and sit up on the stage oh. um which is funny we've tried to move away from that though because they look like they're looking down on sure the tutoring. like they're up on the, <laughs> the dais yes yeah, so you, don't, you don't have to they're like oh i don't have to sit up here no you don't have to sit up here um but it's cool up here <laughs> it is very cool up there um we got to use it we had our um, East, our first esports meeting, we had way too many kids. We thought we were going to get probably like 50 kids, and we had like 200 kids in there. Um, and we were like, uh-oh. So we had to use the stage, so we were like, okay, this is this has become like a zombie horde. We need to distance ourselves from... <laughs> you know, what's, what's cool is, and, and we haven't heard from Corey and Carly, everything that you and Gina have just described doesn't sound like the library that... I knew when I went to high school. Right. Actually, I never went into the library <gasps> my entire time in high school and my first Why three years of college. <laughs> Uh-oh. But uh, it, it's like, it's it's more than a library, huh? It's like, mm -hmm. it's a 21st century learning well, I think, space. I think a common misconception about libraries is that they're about books. They're not, they're about information. Right. Mm -hmm. And how information is yes. accessed and used changes and yes. libraries have changed with that. And that's kind of, the whole generating thing behind the mm -hmm. whole um, renovations at, at all the levels that it's, like that. it's how, how people are using information is it is an incredibly different thing than it was even, even 20 years ago when, when my school opened, right. mm -hmm. um, which for us old people doesn't seem like that long ago. <laughs> Years. Old people. Yeah. Nobody here. Yeah. Okay. No, not at all. No. You're so, my favorite person. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, but I mean, even in the like, it's interesting. I I have the newspaper clippings from when Rev opened, and we were opening as the high tech high school, or like that was yeah. the headline of yeah. the newspaper, yeah. and we had twelve computers. <gasps> oh yeah. In the library wow. for students to use, and we had a, a, a CD-ROM drive in the back room that that. <laughs> the computers oh, accessed wow. for the databases that we had access to at that point. And, and like the, this space has, yeah, it's changed incredibly. In college, I worked at a library. Oh, cool. I, you know, checked oh. in and out books and shelf books and all that fun stuff that you do in a library. And it was the hub. That's why I liked working there because eventually Everyone goes to the library. <laughs> you know, back then it was, you know, microfiche and, and oh, wow. other resources, but um but um it was it was a hub. And I think that's what's happening with the high school libraries. Yes, They're now a it. hub of excitement and yeah. energy where a few years ago it was Maybe not that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely not quite as hub. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe now. not as much. The energy has changed for sure. Yes. Like people went mm -hmm. there, but now if they're going there for, you know, to test out some jokes or to do podcasting yeah. right. or makerspaces and, you know, um, Zoom for dual enrollment, like those are all things that are very different than a library was used for six years ago. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. And it's more than just a hub to eat lunch. You're, yep. You know, you're you're going in and like Gina's saying that kids are like making a podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, they're collaborating in these really cool professional college-like rooms. They're they're filming and you know working on assignments. So it's it's all positive. Yep. Yep. Agreed. 
So, Corey, can you tell us a bit about the transformation on your campus? You referenced, you know, Rev's 20 years old now. What kind of transformation has taken place in your library? Um, yes, I absolutely can, and I'm so excited to share with you. Um, we did get rid of a lot of books when we started. My space is a lot smaller, I think, um, than the other spaces. I don't think I know. It is smaller <laughs> than the other spaces. And um, we had a large nonfiction collection that was incredibly outdated. And um, so we did get rid of a lot of, of the nonfiction books um, that needed to be got rid of. Um, I think when we opened, other libraries will, were told, you have to share some of your collection with, with, with Rev. And so um, I think what they did was weed their collection <laughs> oh, no. and give us the weeds. Um, I did have a, a, a I found a, a Latin grammar book from like 1901, which is kind of cool, but you know. <laughs> There you go. Um, but, and oh, my favorite was the Encyclopedia of, um, of Technology from, oh. from 1995. What's an encyclopedia? Right? I know, right? So, so yeah, Encyclopedia of Technology from 1995, talking about floppy disks. Oh. And that was fun. Nice. So, um, so, yeah, we weeded, we got rid of shel a lot of really tall shelving. We moved shelving from the middle of spaces to the walls. We got lower level shelving that's on casters. So in terms of my shelving, everything can be moved out of the way if I need it to. Um, all of the furniture is is lightweight and modular. The stuff we had in there was um, incredibly durable um, <laughs> and hard to move. Um, so now everything shifts around and, and the whole idea of, of making the space um, easy to use to, to collaborate in was, was where I was going when I was thinking about the space because that seems to be what business people are looking for from kids and colleges are looking for from kids when they leave us. They need to be able to collaborate. So I want to wanted to make a space that that could happen in. Um, so we have been able to add a reading room it's not really a room, it's a space because I'm all I'm not like RHS with a bajillion little spaces. <laughs> I'm one large space basically. So we have a, a reading area, we have two classroom areas. Um, I have four collaboration stations. I have eight um, uh, touchscreen interactive computers, large screen, um, you know, those things, the interactive boards or whatever. Um, and um, my favorite, 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 favorite place in the library now is I, I have created a maker lab. So we're calling it the lab in the library. And um, we have two 3D printers. We have two 3D scanners. Thank you, Jamie. Um, we have uh, two sewing machines. We have a, a cricket machine. We have um, tools and supplies to do to make jewelry. We have... Um, crafting supplies and whatever else I can come up with to put in there that's going in there um, we use the lab in in four different ways um, I run uh, maker labs with specific things the very first one we did was um, was sewing it was making masks because it was the beginning of the year and we all needed them so um, mask making and uh, 13 kids signed up and 11 showed. Oh, so wow. that was awesome wow. because you don't always get that. So that first lab we ran when we had block days after school. And so they ended up 
just staying from, we finished classes at 2.15, they stayed till the regular 3.15 time and it took us two days and we got through all 13 kids made a mask. Wow. It's fun to see That's them awesome. walking into the library now, like they're still <laughs> with those masks. Good job. You did that. Um, so um, that's one way. Maker Lab run by us. Um, a second way is a teacher can sign up for their entire class. So the lab seats 16. So when I do this, I have to be creative about my mobile spaces. <laughs> so we spill out of the lab a little bit. I just had a teacher sign up for the lab. This was so much fun. He spent a week with his kids. He assigned, put them into groups for the, for acts of the Shakespeare play. They had to make hand puppets oh for all the characters in their act. <laughs> and then the second part, because the other thing that we have is... Um, 18 video cameras and mobile green screens and all that kind of stuff. So then they filmed their act nice. with their puppets. <laughs> and I gave them some templates and stuff. But basically, I said, here's your, here's the stuff, do whatever. So we had everything from finger puppets to hand puppets. And one girl um, came back the third day and said, guess what? My mom ordered me a sewing machine last wow. night. So that was awesome. really cool for me. Um, so so that's the second way. A teacher can schedule a class yeah. in. We've got all kinds of things going on with that. A third way is... Um, uh, we're calling it Walk-In Workshop Wednesdays. We're we haven't started this yet because the lab has been being used by a class, but on Wednesdays, um, I'll have the lab open during lunch where if a student's doing a project and needs access to tools and supplies, they have that, and I'll probably run a little something that they can do during lunch as well. And then the final way is with an individual project um, proposal form, um, a Google form that they fill out saying, here's what I'd like to do. And then we'll work with them on how they can access the tools and supplies in there. And it's been a lot of fun um, seeing the kids get their hands dirty, doing all this stuff. That, and, and Maker Labs are um, kind of come out of the ideas of, of Jean Piaget and Seymour Papert that um, their theories say that we don't learn by reading, we learn by doing. And so uh, it's been so fun, especially particularly with this teacher's class that just came in, like watching the kids go, well, we don't have enough puppets. Oh, I know, we could use the backside, you know. <laughs> so, like, and watching them solve problems in really creative ways and come up yeah. with interesting, th it's, it's, it's been really exciting to see them do that. And we've been slammed um, just in terms of, of teachers using the video equipment and awesome. green screens as well. Like yeah. I have, I've, I've and it's funny, like one week I'll be not scheduled and the teachers, and it, the lab will fill up that week. You know, I never know. It's one of the cool things about the library. You never know, like you start a day with nothing on the schedule by the end of the day, you have every single <laughs> yep. period. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah, going back to the teacher and the, the Shakespeare play, by chance, I walked into the library one of those days, and that was fabulous to see. I just walked in and just scanning the lab, everyone was on task. Yeah. They were working, they were collaborating, yeah. they were sewing or doing whatever they needed to do, but like they were on task working engaged. productive yeah. engaged happy yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely and happy. it was really really cool to see yeah i um my foreign language department has has used the video equipment a great deal and um 
we had some kids come in and, and we figured out a way to drape with the green screen so that just their head could be a fish in the video. <laughs> and he, he said, I think I, I didn't take Spanish. I took German. But he said, yo soy pez. Is that right? I am a fish. Right? <laughs> and then he made fish mouth. And then it, it, they took that, that fish head from from fishing in the ocean to the plate on the table. They served the <laughs> It was, he was still in and it. and the teacher, the the Spanish teacher, standing with me. It's it's Shara Loy. She's the best. Um, I'll just do a shout out to absolutely Shara. Um, she stood behind me and she said, "These kids don't do anything in my class." Right. And look at them. Yep. So yep. Um, it's amazing it, how when they get that choice, mm-hmm. they'll do what they want to do. You know. So yeah. I mean, and, ultimately, we just want to see that they're learning it. Right. right? No matter right. how they show us. I really want to see that video. Oh, I'll, right. I'll send exactly. you. I love. I'll send you like the that. link. <laughs> I have the it's, chef from Little Mermaid vibes going. Oh, there it's, we go. it's phenomenal. I want to see. Yeah. It. I have a question, just out of curiosity for each of you. What um, tool or space would you say is the most popular with the students in your area? I'll, I'll, well, let's go around the horn here. So, Corey, you want to start? Um, a single tool that's getting the most use right now is the video equipment. Okay. Um, and and we are like checking out cameras to kids at lunch as long as they're not leaving the library, or we can see them right out the <laughs> right, porch. Right. Um, um, so kids are they start the project with us, but they're not finished and they're coming in and then checking out the equipment. Mm-hmm. And I was a little hesitant to do that until I went wait. What? Why did I get this stuff again? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Good point. So, um, yeah. It, so probably the video equipment has been the most exciting right now. I have lots of questions about the 3D printers, which we are having some issues. We My video productions, ROP video productions teacher, Ryan mm-hmm. Pierce, again, yay, Ryan. Um, <laughs> uh, he has a sign for his kids to make how-to videos for okay. using our 3D oh, printing perfect. equipment. Yep, perfect. Um, Mash it all together. Right. So... <laughs> It's in their curriculum. They're almost finished with the videos. That'll help. And then we will really start rolling things out. So Great. Thank you. Gina, you want to go next? Okay. Uh, yeah, I think probably the most popular would be the glass conference rooms. Be- nice. I mean, they're in use every day. Wow. Um, we've got kids in there having club meetings, uh, club officer meetings. There's been the, uh, the student using it for... Um, the dual enrollment uh, students taking a Japanese. Mm, and perfect. so they're needing to communicate yeah. in a quiet space. There's IEPs going on in there. There's uh, academic case carriers meeting with students in there. So every day, at least one of those rooms is in use yeah. every period. That's awesome. Um, but the podcasting room gets a lot of love. I mean, <laughs> I got the name. I, I checked over at the podcasts. office and said, okay, who's... It's called Here's What Happened, and their podcast is on SoundCloud. Nice. Here's what happened. We'll be looking for that one. Send all of our listeners that way. (laughs) Janan, most popular in your space. I've had this time to think, and I still can't decide. (laughs) Um, It's probably, (laughs) yeah, it's probably a toss-up between the RHSX side. Yes. um, With the video wall and the TED Talk stage, that gets a lot of use. Again, that's pretty much busy every day. If it's not a class, it's a club or um, student groups filming or creating something over there, it's almost always busy. Yeah. Um, Closely followed by our reading room, which is surprising because we do get a lot of people in that podcast studio, but more kids want to see the reading room. I don't know if it's because they think we can't see them in there, which we can. <laughs> That's, um, it. That's it. 
<laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful it, space. It, it yeah. does. It looks like it's gonna be like it is quiet. It's a quiet space, kind of by itself. So I mm-hmm. think they think, oh, I've got this private. Sp-. Everything there could be private in that same sense, but mm-hmm. we can see you. Um, <laughs> but we do same kind of thing as uh, Gina was saying. We have a lot of club groups that come in. We have a lot of um, IEPs or special groups that need just you know a quiet space for their group to sit and talk, and that's where they go. Um, this past week, a push apparently had, uh, some kind of a video project that was required mm-hmm. and probably 90% of all the groups decided that they wanted that space. For, of course, of course. So it was, it's been an interesting week. We had like three a push groups kind of trying to trade out and all fight over that space. I was like, uh-uh. the space uh-uh. as mentioned, it's, it has a very different vibe. It doesn't it does. have a high school vibe. It has a, like a collegiate vibe. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so that's the draw. That could be yeah. the draw yeah. as well. It's very special. Especially for a lot of those video projects. They feel like they're in a different place. They're no Absolutely. longer in like, mm-hmm. you know, right. a high school library. Right. Big, tall, dark bookshelves and the <laughs> squishy seating. And, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, that's definitely, I think, part of it. Um, so th- those both get, those are pretty much booked for, uh, for sure now till spring break and probably the month after spring break. I nice. think both of those spaces mm-hmm. are pretty much right. full. I, I would throw out that um, Rev and CV both have Oculus um, yeah, I was just virtual reality say, goggles. I, yeah. I tried to have yeah. a list of stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, we do. I've, I have the Oculus, eight Oculus Quest 2 virtual reality headsets that can cast nice. to my large screens. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that I can put kids into smaller groups. More people will get a chance to I don't know, drive. Yeah. Yeah. Let's call it yeah. drive. Um, and everyone can see what's going on, including me, obviously, that's an issue. Um, no. um, that, and, and we have um, purchased a program called Wander, which allows groups of people to go to places, places around the world. So um, I've been talking with a, a Spanish teacher and we're, we're setting up oh, visiting, vid- visiting Puerto Rico, which her kids Perfect. are doing research on. I, do that. I know, <laughs> come, come over, we'll play. It's good. It sounds fun. Yeah, so, um, and then however else I can use them, I'm still looking at pro, it's, we've been so busy, it's hard to sit down and do research Find the time. for stuff. Absolutely. But um, yeah, thank you for mm-hmm. reminding me, Jamie. That's why I brought my list, but then I never. <laughs> yeah. Never. And CVs, um, we don't have the Oculus. We have a different one. We have the Vive, and we're still trying to figure those out. So, <laughs> I mean, it, initially there was issues. There were issues with with getting them to work with our network and all that. And now that seems to be ironed out, and it's really fun. That's cool. Now I need new stuff. Again, <laughs> that's all right. That's I want fun. a makerspace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all this is sounding like that's the other thing too. As I, I just now realized, I never answered the second part of my question. Oh, sorry. No, no. I'm. That's me. I'm going. Oh yeah. There was like, where do you see this going forward? Right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That. <laughs> Which is, um, I think you are. You, you already mentioned, but a lot of that is, we want to see kids utilizing the space, not just. You know, when they think of the, what do you think of when you think of the library? It's like, oh, my teacher makes me go and check out a book, <laughs> <laughs> or like only these certain kinds of kids going after school and study, and like that's not what we hope. And is people think of when they think of libraries. A- anybody is welcome. There's more things for you mm-hmm. to do there than just sit and check out a book. And, and additionally, all of the libraries got a second teacher librarian this year, which that's has me. been uh, I, that's yeah, that's Jen Ann, and she's <laughs> fabulous. But but what that has allowed 
me to do is I, I was saying like initially, like how come I feel so much more busy and there's a second person? And then I realized <laughs> because I'm doing so much more because there's a second person and we're open from 7.30 till 5 p.m. I think it's the same hours at all sites, right? Um, we're seven to five. Yeah. yeah, seven to five. So, so um, um, kids are, are in the space for tutoring and then they get in there for tutoring and they see the other stuff that's going on and then they, you know, go on from there. So so having that second teacher librarian is vital. We it was supposed to only be for this year. They found money for Yay. them for next year. I hope they we get permanent contracts with them because Yay. I can't imagine doing the stuff that we're doing if we didn't have that second body. Right. Um, I I don't know how brand, brandy major Yay. Yay, Brandy. She's been the, she is the, you know, kahuna librarian at (laughs) RHS. And I don't know how, I really don't. I tell her that. I'm like, I don't know how you were doing all of this. We weren't. (laughs) Without somebody else. Because, I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm, you know, so many fingers, so many pies. Just I don't know how one person can do all of that. I think the best thing about this whole thing is it's district wide, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, and you have your own like uh, support group. You, right. you talk with each other, you share ideas with each other, but it wasn't just one school got to do this and try it. And the other best thing about it is so many kids are getting to use this and are taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Carly. So how about the Orangewood library? Can you um, share with us how that has changed and how it might be used differently now? Absolutely. The Orangewood Library has transformed into a library slash career center. We've installed computers, a large new line board. We have convertible seating. And our college and career teacher is based in the library career center full time. So we have the opportunity to have career presentations, Uh, lessons that are taught by our Career Center to our students. Uh, Teachers have the opportunity to bring their whole class into the Career Center for a different um, environment for instruction. Uh, I like to call it the Opportunity Center because it gives kids the opportunity to have a different environment for instruction, but also it gives them a place to go during lunch or after school to get access to technology, to curriculum, to the college and career teacher. Uh, It's just opportunities for them to broaden and enhance their experience at Orangewood. Nice. Sounds like it's a comfortable space for them too. It is. We like to call it the brave space on campus. It gives kids the opportunity that may not interact with other students, a really safe and brave space to be able to chat with other kids. At lunchtime, you'll see kids there with games and Mm. chess and uh, just different social interactions. Uh, It's just a really fun space. And it's always, you know, supported by our Career Center teacher, who's fantastic and who does a really great job of engaging the kids and, and developing that really good rapport with kids. And they really value her experience within the professional realm. So they look to her for some of just those social cues, but then also some tips on how to get a job. And a lot of those uh, sidebar conversations are what are really important as far as getting the kids ready for interviews and such. What would you say is the most popular thing in there for students? Gosh, um, 
That's a great question. Uh, right now, it's lunch. It's the most <laughs> popular thing that's in there uh, because it's new. The space was mm. not available right. when the kids started this school year. So it's new. And anything that's new, of course, is something they want to visit. When they are in there at lunch, they're playing games and whatnot. But the biggest thing that kind of gives them that <gasps> is the giant new line board that's in there. Yay. We have a 96-inch new line board. Wow. And, yeah, it's gigantic. And it's really great to see even the adults you know, kind of in awe of the size of the new line board. But then also, you know, when you get folks that aren't in education, because we've had a couple of presentations in there, when our college and career teacher goes up to the board and touches the board and realizes it's a computer, but it's also a touchscreen, mm -hmm. that's really just kind of like, oh, wow. Nice. So nice. You that's know probably hits, our big one, yeah. Well, Shout out to Deborah. Sorry, oh, she's yeah. that's who you have for it college is, career, right? Yes, so, she's fantastic. Sounds like she's using the space very well. Absolutely. Yeah, I think what hits me when I go in there is the uh, wall art. Uh, there's some really nice murals, and doesn't the uh, one at the on the with the 96 inch screen say "Fire up your future"? It does. It does, and it's really you know poignant to to talk about that because that is what the College and Career Center and the Library Center is for: is to get kids prepared for post secondary education, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's a career goal yeah. or if it's a college goal yeah it's really and it's it's all encompassing when they go in there because it's you know 21st century skills uh located with you know just some good old school books on the shelves that are rotating through thematically so we we kind of do a jack of all trades you know again opportunity center for the kids but I will say that the wall art was an inspiration for Mauricio when he came into Orangewood because Orangewood is um one of our older sites uh, within the district. And so when Mauricio came in to see the Library Career Center, the first thing he said was, I want this wall art in all of the classrooms. Nice. I want this, you know, this is how we can update the campus and, and not have to knock it down and start all over again. <laughs> and so uh, we have a college and, um, I'm sorry, a CTE pathway that Jamie's actually working with the teacher to buy us the printer for some of these wall clings and the wall art so we can actually do it for uh, for staff members. So that way we can kind of spruce up our campus. Yeah. It helps our CTE class and our pathways, and but also, you know, also takes Orangewood into the 21st century visually, right? which is and, nice. And some ownership for them. Absolutely. It would be really cool for our kids to say, I designed that. That's that was, right. You know, and yeah. they come back 10 years later and it's still there. That would be, be awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's a really good point because it's hard to redo a school right. but this space has been updated when you walk in it's transformative yeah you feel it you feel it and the kids feel it because it's their space as mentioned it was a space before not for students like it was just a just a classroom yeah was it? it was just a classroom and it just didn't have that pizzazz yeah right. and now right. you walk in and it just boom yeah. you know it's right. very visual it's very you know, like the goal of the 21st century experience is really apparent when you walk in there, yeah. whether it's the wall yeah. art, whether it's the new line board, whether it's the computers, whether it's the convertible seating, like it's all, it's all there for the kids. Yep. Well, this has been a great conversation about all the transformations that have happened in these four library spaces. And I uh, really appreciate everybody sharing all of this today. I think it's definitely time, though, to pivot to our game here at the end of the episode. Jen, do you have a game queued up for us today? I sure do. <laughs> it is the hot seat. All right. Um, and since we have lots of guests today, we're going to limit the time to 30 seconds instead of 60 seconds. Um, all right, first Gina. Thing that comes mm -hmm. to mind. Yes, first thing that comes to mind. Nice, quick, short answers. 
Um, and absolutely no pressure. All right, I'm going to count it off. Here we go. On your mark, get set, go. Mild, medium, or hot salsa? Hot. Today is pie day in the math world. What's your favorite pie? I don't like pie. <laughs> <laughs> Name a recent book you've read. I, I, did the Walking Dead comics come Absolutely. Sure. What chore do you despise doing? Cleaning the toilets. <laughs> Would you rather never be stuck in traffic again or never get another headache? Traffic. All right, good job. Time's uh, up on the first one. All right, so let's pivot. Uh, Bummer, you didn't get to rate lima beans on a scale of <laughs> <laughs> one to ten. <laughs> you stopped it. Okay, Jen, so who's next? Janine. Okay, here we go. 30 seconds on the clock. Ready, set, go. Mild, medium, or hot salsa? Hot. Favorite pie if you like one? Apple. <laughs> Name three green vegetables. Uh Oh, no. Asparagus, lettuce, zucchini? Name a state you'd like to visit. Hawaii. Do you sing in the shower? Yes. <laughs> Rate mint chocolate chip on a scale of one to ten. Uh, ice cream, nine. Would Ooh. you ever appear on a reality show? If it was about librarians or educators, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That, that would be the most exciting reality show ever. It would be a surprise hit. Nobody expects the things to happen. Yes. Yes. Weird stuff happens. You guys. It does. <laughs> All right, so next up is going to be Corey in the hot seat. So, Corey, we got 30 seconds on the clock. Ready, Hit set, me. go. Mild, medium, or hot? Mild. What's your favorite pie? Any. What time of day are you the most productive? Morning. What's your next sewing project? Oh, um, I'm making a crazy quilt. Sweet. <laughs> Nickname your parents used to call you? Cor. <laughs> Rate basketball on a scale of one to 10. Ooh, zero. Oh. <laughs> Name a popular book or series for students, high school students. Um... There, uh, too many to yeah, mention? Yeah, like, okay. Um, um, my brain is black. We can move on. <laughs> okay, but can I... The, oh, yeah, go. Uh, uh, Cloud Cuckoo Land. Sorry. Okay. It's not a series, though. It's That's fine. Book. Well, it's a series. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's the best book in Cloud? the world. It's my what favorite. And it? Cloud Cuckoo Land by, by Dor that wrote um, All the Light We Cannot See. It's his uh. newest one on Obama's list of top 10 books for 2021, I think. It's uh. incredible. I don't know why Hunger Games came to my mind. <laughs> yeah, well, that's an that's a old one. Yeah. That's why I'm like, a new one. Wait, wait. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah, I can't whatever. think of any new ones there. All right, so next up is uh, Carly in the hot seat. So Carly, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock. On your mark, get set, go. Mild, medium, or hot salsa? Hot. What's your favorite pie? Coconut cream. Would you rather be a famous director or a famous actor? Actor. Name a hobby you enjoy. Cooking. Ooh. Rate rainbows on a scale of one to 10. 11. Do you prefer high heels or flats? Wedges. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Ooh, what's your least favorite beverage? Uh, water. <laughs> what dish do you cook best? Um, turkey burgers. Yum. What has been your favorite age so far? 30. Time's up. <laughs> Well, that's a wrap, everyone. I'd like to extend a huge thanks to Carly, Gina, Janan, and Corey for joining us today and giving us all a peek at these new and innovative spaces. It's so awesome to hear about all the new options available for students and staff in our 21st century libraries. We hope our listeners have found this interesting and inspirational. And if you're a teacher at one of our high schools, we hope you'll reach out to your librarian today and make great use of these incredible spaces. And to all of you out there, 
Keep the creativity and innovation in your classrooms. Keep providing your students with amazing educational experiences. And maybe, just maybe someday, you can be a guest on our award-winning podcast. So until next time, this is RUSD EdTech signing off. Well, this has been a great conversation about the you're messing up other people's takes now what the heck i brought it's gotta be quick i brought Somebody notes that's how table. bad that's i am me. Oh. i'm a i'm a bull in the china it. shop i don't know how to i raised my I chair and then it's Uh-oh. hitting the table <laughs> jenna's got this chip in her mouth she's waiting to crunch it <laughs> Go for it, go for it. (laughs) Can I start crunching now? (laughs) Okay, we gotta wait for it to be all the way quiet. Jamie. Jamie, stop it.